Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's 2023. Wahoo. It, it has no meaning. But can we just say that we're recording in 2022? No, Ashley, that's literally <laughs> what you just said not that's to do. That's literally why I just prefaced everything. <laughs> but let's leave it in. People, she just told me like, you know, I was like, I would okay, have already so gone to my trip and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, can we just talk about 2022 a little bit more? <laughs> No, I hate staying in the past. I literally was like, all right, remember, this is airing second week of January because we get two weeks off. But yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't. We're real real with you whenever. I was just trying to make your experience a little less confusing, but (laughs) I digress. Yeah. So um, I I wanted an update on Lauren's headaches first. Ah, okay. Because I haven't talked to you See, we must stay in 2022 to talk about these things. (laughs) So true. We can't go beyond. Yeah. By the time this airs, I I do believe I will be going through an MRI machine. (laughs) So I have my appointment for January 10th and the neurologist basically kind of said, yeah, you should get an MRI. Let's schedule it. And then um, she told me that it's like 99.9% not an aneurysm, which makes me feel better because I don't want like a sudden death. Um, we're not ruling anything out and that's it. I still have headaches all the time and my eyes get really, really puffy in the morning. So I feel like there's some kind of correlation and that's all the updates I have for you now. Probably the week after this airs, I'll have like an update on what's inside my brain. Did you, um, after booking the appointment, did you feel like your anxiety eased? A billion percent, a billion percent. So what's interesting, what I'm learning through my therapy sessions within myself is that my anxiety manifests in the gaps in between. So mm. like when I'm waiting on an answer or mm-hmm. waiting for something and that's when like it fuels worst case scenario, you're going to die. All this is going to happen. This yes. person doesn't like you. You're going to lose your job. Um, and I realized that I actually have control and when I can like get answers to things. <laughs> like you mean you can ask the questions and get you your can answers? ask yeah. the guy if he's dating anyone, you can ask your job for job security. You can book the doctor's appointment yeah. and it was so transformative to learn that we have somewhat control in like easing it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, 100%. The second like I had the appointment, I feel like my headache kind of softened. And I was like, do I need this? Do I need this? And then I had the appointment and then she booked it. And I'm like, shit, do and I And I was like, yes, somewhere? Lauren, you need it. Now, like, but the day before, I was like, I need to see someone immediately, immediately. So I feel better just knowing that there's actions being taken. Yeah. So I'm the so fact proud that of the you. doctor, like, thinks that it's worth you doing it. Like, then you should really. Oh, totally, totally, totally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do think booking things and checking things out for strictly peace of mind is so important. Mm-hmm. I think I had vulnerably, I think I had this experience with the gynecologist. I think it was earlier this year, but you know how, like, it's in 2022 it's like the end of the year so you know how you're like was that last year like Mm -hmm. you don't even fucking know yeah um i remember thinking like is my vagina broken 
broken. After like a sexual experience. You yeah. didn't tell us and about this. Oh, I'm just remembering it now, I guess. Oh my God. Sure. And I in what way? It, and I forget. What was it? Oh, I think it was like, I think when someone would go inside me, it would like hurt a little. And mm-hmm. I was like, am I broken? Like what's, what's in there? Is there something mm-hmm. in there? And I think it was just a matter of position, I think. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to the gynecologist because I was like freaking out about it, had anxiety. And then my mentor was like, why don't you go to the guy now? Yeah. Hey, we like, can yeah, figure yeah. out what it is rather than creating all these scenarios. Yeah. I can't tell everyone how like at peace I felt when I went and he checked and he was like, you're fine. You're normal. Oh, okay. And I was like, wow, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. you have control. Anyways, very interesting. Um, okay, sure. Lauren. Well, I'm glad that's that's getting better. I have a list of random shit I want to go. I, I have a t- our what are, what is it called when you're like in student council? The minutes. Um, I have our minutes of yeah, the meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, that's months. like taking minutes. You're taking minutes, but you have like a docket. No, what's it called? It's not an agenda. It's um, is it an agenda? No, I I know what you're saying, but I can't think of the word. Okay, Ashley, I want to hear yeah. about these belly button rings that you guys <laughs> oh my gosh. fucking got. What is this about? So, well, because it's 2022 and I've only had the belly button ring for a couple days now, I have not attempted to put it back in, but we all know it's been out for me since I got pregnant. So it's been out for a while and I don't think my hole is open down there anymore and I really don't. I, but I really want to stick this now, this, Ash, this in. I have the belly <laughs> That's button. That's what she said. I have the belly button <laughs> ring in hand, and yeah. I try to get it through. And as I was pushing it through, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> there was a huge black head, like that was yeah. being pushed out. It was like this filler. Um, it was like a you pop the biggest blackhead of your life, and it came out through the hole, and it was hard. And I, I'm assuming it smelled. And Lauren. Um, Lauren, I've never ever wanted to throw up hearing a story. And like, I, this is disgusting. there you go. Anyway, so it popped out. I'm like, that okay, so we have space for the belly button ring to back in. I feel like I haven't put one in, in longer than you, Ashley. Um, uh, probably. So, anyways, that didn't go in because it's a thick bitch, but I did put <laughs> a long, skinny earring in there. So it went through totally fine. So I just need to like. Uh, break it in a little bit and it'll go through. Maybe clean a it. Long <laughs> oh, I, I got cleaner earring? wipes you and put shit. An, you, put an, you put an earring in I put in an there? earring through, went through no problem because it's skinnier. Yeah. You guys, I know that we've had this conversation before, but I love the look of a belly button ring mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I was asking, where did this all come from? Were you guys at the mall and you walked by Claire's and you're like, yeah. let's Spencer's. We, we're in, we were in Spencer's. Oh, okay. The, the adult Claire's. <laughs> yes. And they had so many cool belly button rings, including like a, a huge selection of Playboy ones. And I was like, wow, this is my time of life to basically like seem slutty, but not be slutty. I love how this is now your time. Oh, yeah. I know. After you're like, like I've given never birth. wanted to be slutty, but like maybe I want to look a little slutty, but knowing that I'm only with my husband. <laughs> Okay. Honestly, it's so whatever there is a lot of whatever empowers stuff. you, you know. I think I I love looking sexy. When I think of sexy, mm-hmm. I think of like a mall Clooney or something, right? Like the perfect combination of of like intelligence and beauty and like curves and like all that stuff. Mature so beauty. Funny. And I the, think of a mall as more elegant. To mm-hmm. me, my number have I told you guys my number one female celebrity crush, like who I want to be when I walk in a room? Penelope Cruz. Yeah, Penelope yeah. Cruz to me is mm-hmm. like 
She is sexy, sexual, she is intelligent, sexy. elegant, she grace, is sexy. How is she all of it? It's crazy. Yeah. I want to interview her so bad. Yeah, and like, mm-hmm. I wish I could be like Ursula and harness her power in mm-hmm. a shell and put it around my neck. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, she's the best. She's the definition of sexy, yeah. Okay, cool. So you okay. guys both have belly button rings. We, yeah, well, yeah. Um, but we're going to attempt to put them in. We have them. We're I'm going to have to re-pierce my, own, my belly button, though. And then it comes to this question. Do I just go get professionally repierced or do I Try do it myself? Try to shove it in there and see what or, happens. Or I don't think, Lauren, I really am like looking well, at the bottom hole. you can't do it yourself. I don't think the bottom part of the hole, the bottom hole is yeah. open anymore. But also like, do I just wait till after I have a second kid and then I can keep my belly button ring in until I'm no. 60? No, I hate when people like, I don't hate when people, I am not someone who likes to wait. I was reading a quote that someone was like, a lot of people save a good smelling candle for special occasions. Yeah, I do that. Per- no, they only spray me. their perfume when they That's go me. out. And I'm like, fucking live life. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Light do the that. candle. Yeah. Use the perfume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your belly button beard. That's so true. I feel like... Carpe I'm- fucking diem. Actually, yeah, I wish I wasn't like that. You're yeah. so right. I am like that, you know? You're not promised tomorrow, so light the candle. Just light the candle yeah, and why buy do I another save candle. candle. Why do I save candles? No, it's like it's like you only I think... I burning a candle 24-7. Well, not 24-7, you know, not sleep time, but... Yeah, it's like this... I hear that candles are very bad for us, actually. Oh, here we fucking go. It's like... I'm sorry. It's like this mindset that, like, only good things le- like can only be used a little bit of the time. You know, and it's like yeah. just live yeah. in abundance. That's Is that true. your 2023 intent? So I have a word every year. It's a good intention. My word this year was trust. And it was such a good word because I leaned on it so much. Even now, Lauren, I've had so much anxiety because I'm waiting on answers in so many things in my personal life, professional life. And that's when my anxiety is like, it's all going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've actually, I'm like, wow, I'm actually a lot calmer which is crazy because I'm trusting, but I'm trying to figure out what my word next year is going to be. And I kind of want it to be soft, but I feel like that's not the best word, but I want to bring like a softness to everything. Like delicate? No, not not delicate because I feel like delicate's like careful. Mm -hmm. You know, soft is more like warm. Yeah. And like, I just want Mm -hmm. to be softer about everything. And when I'm with people... But I don't know. Is there a better word, Ashley, for that type of energy? Like a soft... I don't know. Maybe my word will just be soft. I don't know. Um, if you guys had a word of next plush. year... Plush. <laughs> I actually like plush. I'm kidding. That's fun. It's playful. Uh, um, if we had a word... A word for the year, a word for, what I want. for 2023 I that I... you would like lean on. And it's somewhat of an intention. Like mine was trust. Like I need to trust more. Cause at first I was like, I want to be more patient. I want to be more aware. And I was like, in all that, that's just trusting, you know? I feel like mine is actually the exact opposite of you and would be like combative because, oh, our producer says tenderness. That makes sense. I like oh, tenderness is yeah. good. Even though I've never liked the word tender because I think about like a soft touch and you don't like soft touch yeah and you don't think of as a romantic i don't know tender is always kind of freaking out i mean words mean different things to different people which is why it's so important to pick something that like you resonate with but i like that option i will think about tender but what were you saying lauren oh i was just saying that my opposite mine would be opposite of yours and would be more like combative like i want to say things that 
piss me off when they piss me off. Yeah. Maybe or that like, word isn't the perfect Yeah, word, I don't, combative yeah. feels, has like negative. I Harsh. think more like yeah. um, assured or uh, confident or... Um, like I have to say things that hurt people's feelings. On it, <laughs> like maybe it's honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you want to be more honest in everything you do and like work yeah. and life and conversation. Yeah, like I've been more, I've been more like, I guess, honest or boundary setting when it comes to like work. Like people are like, I'll do anything to come in tomorrow. I'll pay more. I'll, like tomorrow's my day off. So like I use, I would be like nice about it. But now I'm kind of being like, you got to fucking chill, bro. You know, you got to <laughs> let me live. Well, you yeah. have to set your own boundary. That's so good. Exactly. You have to be like, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm unavailable tomorrow. Yes, Please exactly. follow the guidelines Please. on my website yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 So good. Uh, okay. What about you, so mine. Mine is, it's boring, but it's relax. I really need to get, you posted something this weekend about like, you know, the wearing business as a badge of honor thing. And I need to stop thinking that I constantly need to be productive. And I know I've talked about this a zillion times, but it's just Mm -hmm. like, I need to be able to throw my phone on the other side of the room and just watch a tv show without thinking that like i need to double and be like you know what i can respond to this email or this dm or this text while watching the show no just let it go and watch i haven't been able to binge a show in the longest time that's maybe what i miss most about motherhood is that like i can't have a tv day Mm -hmm. you know like when you're just like today all i want to do is watch tv you can't do that like you can watch you can like binge a show in the form of like from 8 to 12 a.m., you know, I'm going to, like, watch a couple hours for sure. But you can't be like, I'm dedicating the whole day to couch time. To Emily in Paris season three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I feel like you can, I mean, maybe you can, I love that intention for you, Ash. I think you can, like, have a nanny day once a month where you're like, this is my TV day. My TV day. Yeah. yeah. And that would make you so happy. And you saved a yeah. show and you would have it. So you could look forward for to it like a vacation. You could be like, this the day. day goes by so fast. And then you're like, oh, I got one more hour left for this. Oh, but it's the best. Know, there's only an hour left. Yeah, like post mating and just sitting and watching the whole thing together. It's so yeah. fun. I think that's a do good you guys one. Postmates still. I postmates all. You postmate or do you Uber Eats? Uh, is that they're um, the same? We company. don't have postmates in Rhode Island, or maybe uh, we do, but not company, in like many areas. Oh, yeah, they are the same. They they're are the, the same, same company, company now. Uber Eats and Postmates. But Ash, I was thinking the same thing because I recently went to a party two weeks ago to try and make a new friend, and you guys know how I worked with Peter Crone, the guy I told you I worked with earlier yeah. this yeah. year. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I'm actually. After, by the time this posts, I'm sharing some of his insights from our like hour and a half long phone call because it was so, oh. there were so many gems in it that I'm asking his permission mm-hmm. to like post some of it. Um, but I met a bunch of interesting people at this party because I'm trying to make new friends and they're all really cool and like conscious and like interesting people. And I was on Peter Crone's Instagram the other day and he posted a podcast he was on with one of the guys I met at this party. And oh, I was like, weird. oh my God. I'm like, that's so cool. Like that he had fucking Peter Crone on his podcast. Mm-hmm. And then immediately, Ashley, I got into like comparison mode where I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, like I'm not doing enough. Like I feel like I have so many things I've worked on that I could be sharing. Like, why am I not doing, you know, like blah, 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 blah. I should be doing this. I should be doing this. And then I literally <laughs> took a deep breath 
And I was like, because so many people are like, Naz, you need to be on TikTok. You need to be saying all the shows we're recommending. This needs to pop off. I go, yes, but at what expense? Like, yes, all these people are successful and they're doing it. But I want to have days off where I'm not doing anything. And Mm -hmm. like, I, I like just can't. And it's like, and it really, it really bothers me that we're on this hamster wheel. You know, I get it. That's what I was like, um. When I was watching White Lotus in bed the other day and I was grabbing my phone, I'm like, well, what I can do during watching this and totally pay attention is find reels that I can recycle as TikToks and YouTube shorts. I should be able to do this while watching. And it's just like, what? Anyway, enough complaining about like our very amazing jobs. I mean, they are. So let's let's move on to something. Let's move on to something (laughs) hard hitting issues (laughs) what are these hard hitting issues it is a hard i totally understand you know i totally i mean i will vent about it all the time but um i also always want to like recognize the blessedness in it all yeah yeah (laughs) wait wait, wait. lauren they say that hair they say that hair is the new skincare i guess you're happy about this lauren yeah i'm not so Um, sure about i was about to i was just about to say that Hair care is exploding, and I'm going to say on TikTok, because that's what I always say, TikTok is basically for people who want to get their hair healthy. There's so many different treatments, and there's so many different tools you can use to have healthier hair, and there are things that you don't even think about. It's like what scrunchie you're using, what claw clip you're using, what towels you're using, what pillows you're using. So um, Kitsch is a company that we are so happy to be sponsored by today. Um, they have um, scrunchies that are married out of terry cloth and they have clips that are going to be gentler on your hair and promote hair growth, aka not ripping your hair out, not damaging your hair. And we all know that terry cloth um, towels are good to not rough up your cuticle. So we love a healthy hair um, company. Okay, well, I like the satin pillowcases. I truly understand what they're for. They are good for your skin. But in addition, they're great because they don't, like, crease your hair and make you, like, wake up with, like, wild, uh, like, calyx. You know, like, there's not, like, it's, like, spiky in one area and flat in the other because satin just kind of prevents that. You know what I'm talking about, guys. I don't have to paint the picture any further. Yeah, you don't wake up looking crazy. Um, It's good for people with extensions also. And also, um, people are trying to not use as much heat because there's so many different revolutionary products out there, like these heatless satin curling rollers. So there's been like different methods but this one has like the smoothest results and it's not gonna be kinky when you take it out and there's a no heat damage so um people on tiktok are saying that they're throwing away their 600 curlers for this method so it's only 18 dollars. so i would probably try this one out first with kitsch so they're satin curlers satin curler rollers that's awesome they also have uh, quick dry hair towels so you can avoid the blow dryer as well and right now kitsch is offering you guys 30 percent off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash get it that's right 30 percent off anything and everything in my kitsch that's spelled m-y-k-i-t-s-c-h.com slash get it so one more time my kitsch m-y k-i-t-s-c-h dot com slash get it for 30% off your order. Okay. So this is like a little controversial and I, I think we may have talked about it before. I know we've talked about gift giving so much, 
but I don't know if I've ever thought about it like this. So I told Lauren over the weekend, I was like, okay, so we have this like kind of like giving tree at Audrey's where there's like tags on the tree with like the little boy or girl's name, how old they are and like their dream gift. Wait, that's so beautiful. You guys are doing that. I mean, you know, it's, it's not even like we're doing anything. We just have the tags there. So Jared and I grabbed a bunch of tags and we went to Walmart and um, the toy, Toys R Us is back in Macy's. Did you know this? Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh-huh. Toys R Us Wait, is Toys R Us. They're trying to like revive Toys R Us and Macy's at the same time by like putting it in the store. Yeah. What? Did Was you that know that Toys R Us closed? Yeah. Nas? Yeah. But then they reopened. Yeah. No, they didn't. They reopened it just in, in Macy's. Macy's. Yeah. No, 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 no. 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 Yeah. No, they reopened. It's a Google time. <laughs> <laughs> they reopened because they reopened here in California. A whole Toys R Us store. J- J- Toys R Us dedicated just Toys R Us. I'm not 99% sure about this, but I know that when Toys R Us was closing, my friend Drew Dorsey, who has a YouTube channel, we all went to say goodbye to Toys yeah, R Us. And yeah. we went in there and like wrecked havoc. It was so much yeah. fun. We're like riding bikes around and all this stuff. And then like a couple months later, it was like Toys R Us is back. And we were like, what the hell? Maybe that was a pop-up because I just looked it up. Forbes.com has um, Toys R Us is partnering with Macy's for the 2022 holiday season. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they didn't come back, Ashley. (laughs) Toys R Us is opening a new store again. Toys R Us will open. This is 2021. Toys R Us announced in August 2021. It will open shop in shops in 400 Macy's stores beginning next year. So this is what we're experiencing now. It's just a Macy's. I believe you. Okay. I believe you. Okay. So we went to Macy's. We went to, you know, Target and Walmart and stuff. And we bought all these toys for these kids. And it's just, and because now I'm a mom, so it's now like this. And then there's the mom thing. I'm just like, like Christmas is for kids. Like, why do I have to, why am I stressing about getting like adults gifts and stuff when like, it's for kids. I would rather people come to, I mean, I guess this is just me, right? Like I'd mm-hmm. rather someone be like, I didn't get you anything, but I got you in lieu of that. Like some kid who needed a gift, a gift. Hundred. I think I would feel the same. I feel the same exact way. I think. Right. So that's now I feel like now I have to like do my checklist of like adults to get gifts for. And I'm just like, do you really need something? Do you need something in your house or your closet that's probably already yeah. stuffed and your house is already like filled up to the brim just because it's we're supposed to do some sort of physical exchange? Yeah. I it's it's kind of sad how it's become more of a burden and less of a fun thing. Like yeah. my dad was like, What do you want for Christmas this year? And I was like, Really nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I can come up with something like a vintage record, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. I could also just buy that on my own. And he sent me what he wanted and I literally said, to, I was so stressed actually because I had so much to do like in the last week mm-hmm. and I ha- would have had to send it last week, I feel like, or at least today for it to be there in time. And I literally told my dad, I go, can we just not do Christmas presents this year? Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's like, you're just exchanging like the same amount of money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I that's don't know. What, that's what Lauren and I've been saying for years now. It's like my parents give us money, which is super nice. And because there yeah. are parents... And because we're like early thirties, yes, they give us more money than we give them in like gift cards and like what we're going to give them. Okay, right, right. Um, eventually, I'm sure 
it'll be like different, you know, it changes yeah. over time. Yeah. But like the money, and, and I think, I think with parents, parents and kids, like, I, you know, we get it. Like, that's not like, yes, we're very appreciative of them giving us money for Christmas. But like in general, like I'm talking for like in-laws or close friends and family. Mm-mm. All you're doing is exchanging like, here's a gift card for a gift card. It's like, well, thanks. But I could have just kept my $100 bill mm-hmm. and spent right. that $100 the way I wanted to <laughs> or save that $100. Time. Yeah. Which is why I think white elephant parties are so fun because yeah. it's like everyone spent $30 and then you get a surprise, you could steal it. And like, it's kind of, it makes it more interactive for adults. I, I do think it's nice to give someone, I love giving people gifts that they really want, but I think that's why birthdays are so great. Yeah. yeah. But it is true. Like I was with my friend Nikki the other day and it was the first day of Hanukkah and she was FaceTiming her nieces and nephew and she got her niece, an American girl doll. And I forgot what she got her nephew. I watched these kids open this present with the, it was the most joy I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Mm-hmm. Person- like, I'm like, that is so fun. Like Can I- they were literally screaming, running around, holding yeah. the box. And I literally said to her, I go, an American girl doll is the supreme gift. You can give a girl for, yeah. it is the number yeah. one gift. And I getting to watch a little girl open it. I had never gotten to see it. I was like, damn, I wish we all still believed in Santa Claus. Cause mm-hmm. this would be way more mm-hmm. fun for us. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, wait, yeah. so two things here. Yeah. Two things. Ashley said that a lot of moms and dads aren't telling their kids about santa claus because it's quote lying to them and we teach kids not to lie yet we're lying to them is that oh stupid that's stupid. so stupid believing in santa was like the most fun thing in the I, world absolutely and like waiting to see the reindeer eat the food and stuff like give your children magic you grinch could you imagine um, being a kid and watching christmas movies and not believing in santa yeah. like watching the santa claus and not being like but is the santa real or is it not like you know yeah you're just yeah. so you're, you're, truly you're like trying well, to that figure makes out the entire sense. time yeah and then like all your in your head you're like oh well that is what the reindeer look like yeah. And that's um, what okay. the North so Pole true. looks like. And it's so cool. When I was at that Shabbat dinner that I was just telling you guys about a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, they were telling me how even growing up Jewish, the Jewish parents would tell their kids, there Aww. is a Santa. Mm-hmm. He doesn't come to our house so that they wouldn't go to school and ruin it. Yes. For the kids, which I thought was a really beautiful act of that's kindness on behalf of those nice. parents. It yeah. also like keeps, you know, magic for the kids and like Santa's cool no matter what. Um, yeah. Okay. Of course, so, you always have that one kid like Santa's not real, like I running know, through the classroom. <laughs> my yeah. cousin told me, like your yeah. six-year-old cousin. That better not it. ever be my child. I'd be so oh. disappointed. <laughs> anyway, you said two things, Lauren. Two things. Okay, so um, I may blow up my client's spot, but I have to talk about it. Um, I don't know if she listens, but if she listens, I say this out of kindness and love. Okay. Um, <laughs> She, like, despises her mother-in-law. Despises, okay? And she was telling me yesterday that her... She's so annoyed that her mother-in-law wants to FaceTime her her grandson opening presents. The presents she sent. Because she can't be there to see him open it. And she says that is a selfish act to want... To, ask for a FaceTime of her son opening the presents. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. You buy a present for so. someone and you want to see their reaction. She thinks it's selfish and just let him enjoy it. And she doesn't need the gratification. She I just doesn't want to have to do that because that's one more thing on her list, you know, <laughs> to have to do on Christmas Day. Yeah. I understand I what she, I do understand fundamentally what she's saying is like she shouldn't need She feedback. shouldn't need the feedback and gratification. However, 
we're all human and yeah. it's so exciting to see somebody get um open up a gift that you were so excited it's to a, give them. A three it's a three year old, you know? And a three year old. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I think a good I think a good halfway point would be to take a video. A video you don't have to FaceTime if you really maybe you're someone who doesn't get along with your in laws. And send it to them. That works. So that yeah. both parties win. Sure. That's but true. That's that better. Sucks. I know. That's I was funny. like, I'll oh, just let her enjoy the time, please. I feel bad. Okay. And that's okay. all. I think like after this conversation, what we've really established is that like so many adults are like, oh, I don't want anything. Don't get me anything. Mm-hmm. And then like we still feel this compulsion to get them something. So maybe we should just all reevaluate <laughs> Am I being a Scrooge or a Grinch? I don't know. No, no, no. I love this kids. perspective because you're a Just new mother, and I've been reading a lot on social media that yeah. like moms are so fucking stressed out. And someone literally had to be like, if you're a mom, you get to decide what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And if you have traditions that you've done every year, like it's okay if you don't do them this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to put that pressure on yourself to deliver because well, I do feel like a lot of the holiday experience stereotypically is put on the mother to carry out elf on the shelf or you know what i mean yeah. like stuff like that and that's work and time i See, think that, Ashley's that, also I saying like yeah you want not really you, it for if you're me gonna right buy, now. you should buy gifts for kids and like people who are asking for gifts who can't afford gifts for yeah. kids rather than yeah. like giving these adults things they could just buy on their own yeah yeah that's ba- okay. yeah basically i'm just saying like you know let's just let's just make the spirit the spirit of christmas is a <laughs> why would i reiterate what lauren just said lauren okay. just said it perfectly and that's exactly <laughs> what i mean it's just i i literally texted my in-laws and i go hey jared and i have everything we need for the house um we have everything we have need clothing wise we have everything we need physically um like mm-hmm. as a physical material item I go, so please don't feel the need to get us anything, but you can spoil Dawson. And then my mother-in-law goes, and it's okay. I'm going to joke about it. If yeah, she it's hears fine. this, it's fine. She goes, okay, sweetie, but if I were to get you something from Banana Republic, what size are you? Oh, <laughs> my God. So she, That's hilarious. <laughs> Disregarded everything it's you said. It's just like, but... okay, all right, fine. I, I'm just trying to, like, I just as want people you who are your really boundary... going to, to appreciate yeah, it's all about like giving gifts to people who are going to appreciate. And like, even if your spouse says like some spouses, like Lauren and Lauren and I both said to Jared and Hunter, have been like, oh, you know what? Like, we really don't want anything. Like, you know, just get us a few little things that are like personal or meaningful or whatever. But like, give gifts to people who actually need slash um, will appreciate them mm-hmm. uh, because. If your spouse, like, doesn't want anything, that's cool. But if your spouse really wants something and you know that they're going to, like, have this amazing feeling when they open it, then get them that, you know? Yeah, but if you like, literally yeah. don't have anything, then, like, I, a little something something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Like, getting Hunter a whip for the bedroom. He fucking loves it. Let's oh, get back damn. to that. Let's get back to that. Wait, is that So we're thing? at Spencer's. This is this is all full circle moment here. The whole here. reason we got our belly button rings at Spencer's was so I could buy a cock ring. Yes, Lauren was <laughs> wow. there to buy sex toys. Now, I may have gotten something myself for, yeah, a little something that was on sex Jared's on wish Alexa, list. guys. Jared's look at you, Look at you guys getting Playboy Bunny belly rings and <laughs> That's sex what I mean. Toys. We were like in the theme. We were like having fun. 
I we wish like, I was with you guys. That's yeah. so fun. Everyone Lauren was in Spencer's the toy section talking about all the toys. They were having That's so much fun. So yeah. fun. yeah, we were all having so fun, fun and like not being shamed and like yeah. not feeling and, awkward around each yeah. other. And then the guy at the register, butt babe, get this. It's for your butt. And like so fun. Lauren was at the register and he goes just letting you know like you should clean these with these wipes would you like to add these wipes no. and then he yeah. was like you're gonna need these batteries do you want these he was batteries like, do you usually clean your cock rings and i'm like no it was fun so um we were at spencer's people are wild and free uh did you give him the gift yet lauren no it's gonna be his christmas eve gift so guys this is so out of out of whack but he will obviously love it <laughs> wait what is it the cock it's ring? it's a it's a whip it's like two cock rings it's like a game like a game that's like explore sexually blah 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 and oh, then I like a santa lingerie set i was i love that you guys brought this up because as we were talking about the gift giving thing i was thinking like i'm sure that first christmas with your boyfriend is so fun like when it comes to gift getting oh yeah giving. it is getting and giving i guess yeah um and I love that you guys are, it's like, it is spicy and fun to get yeah. gifts for your partner. Yeah. It is. That's funny. But, but yeah, and that's such a good see, idea. That's a good other point about gift giving. Like that first year, first couple years, really exciting. Enjoy yourselves in that moment. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying not enjoy those moments. I'm just saying that like every year doesn't have to be like this thing. I'm right. just blah, blah, blah you about are it. So old. I'm so old. Anyway, uh, Nash. She's not old. She was buying a belly button ring from Spencer. <laughs> I, I know. You're right. Playboy you're right. belly button ring. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, okay. there was like this Playboy, like fluffy purse. And I was like, Lauren, I kind of like this. And she was like, it's all Y2K back. You can get it. You can do it. That's very cool. Um, Naz. Yes. She has a list. Of, you, you're, we're still on our minutes of our agenda. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. Wait, but Ashley, did you have something or you're saying it's my no, turn? No, I was going to say. I think she's saying it's your turn. I guess I'm okay. saying it's your turn, but I thought I was going to say your one turn. more thing about Spencer's. But I guess not. Spencer's is fun. <laughs> Spencer's is fun. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by Spencer's. Nope. <laughs> um, okay, so Lauren said she had a nightmare about me, and I need to know that it's not me getting mauled by a gorilla. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I was about to maul you just because we, I don't Wait, know, really, I don't know where we were in the world. It seemed like a huge mall slash amusement park. And I, and there was like a lot of people and I was just trying to find one particular person and then you were hitting on him and, oh no, um, <laughs> you were basically like, you don't, you're like, you don't want him he i don't remember you're trying to talk me out of it just so you can so you could have oh my god i would never do that i know i know it was so weird and out of character and like it was it was like a kind of like everyone was hooking up with everyone and it was like kind of burning man it was like burning (laughs) man but in a in like a literal 90s shopping mall and i don't know oh my god that was that was it like you were i'm so sorry if you ever had sexual desire towards someone i would never keep that from you (laughs) it's okay that's fine that's so funny i remember what i was Um, gonna say because you said sexual and it was well see we were talking about spencers we're talking about sex blah 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 um we came up with another podcast (laughs) like we have a whole podcast it's more of like a tiktok channel um it would be called sex on selexa um so everybody who like can feel that feels (laughs) 
<laughs> the titles, Sex on Selexa. Just put it in the just message. Just message us if you want just like message. a spin-off podcast, Sex on Selexa. Yeah, we could do like a week. We could do like a like our monthly like a, a monthly like mini podcast just called like Wait, the Sex on Selexa, Selexa podcast. Is the it's the anti-anxiety medicine we're on and it makes you like oh. literally dry as a bone. And the, the hence the reason we need to buy like lube and stuff. Got it, got it, got it. To okay, try and make us feel now. anything below the belt. Yeah. And so we had Lizzie and Mora over last weekend and both of which have been on those drugs at one point or another i don't know how affected lizzie was by it but she's like never had a long-term you know i mean she's had a long-term partner but while on it she hasn't so i I wonder if that plays a role um but maura was just talking about how like her lack of interest when she was on it and then she said it's better now yeah and lauren had a client in her chair who said that she was on an antidepressant and anxiety for it was, 10 years. It was Selexa. Oh, yeah. it was Selexa? It was Selexa. Oh, wow. And, and she sh- said she went off of it and it's back with a vengeance, like needs a vibrator all the oh time. She's jumping her husband's All the stuff. Yeah. Just wow. jumping Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad to know there's a fucking correlation here. God. So it and seems like there might wild. be like a group out there, like, you know, a... Uh, uh, um, a percentage of the population that might like a mini episode called Sex I'm sure Alexa. Yeah, let's do it. I'm sure it's written in their side. Oh, it is. Right? Oh, everybody oh, knows okay. that. Every, no, not okay. sorry. Everybody I didn't mean knows. to say. I didn't mean to everybody say knows. everybody knows. Got but it. like people who <laughs> are on knows. it, it's a very common. It's like maybe the, the number one side effect. Well, that's so funny. Yeah, phys- physically for sure. All right, guys, our uh, next sponsor, holy crap, we love them. You may have seen me talking about them on my Instagram lately because I do have a promotion with them on there as well as this podcast, and they're the best. Like They're they're rocket money, by the way, and they are awesome. Laura, has dad been talking to you about how much he loves it? Oh my God. Every time I go over there, he goes, you, you didn't know that uh, Rocket Money told me about the electric bill this month. He goes, and it has doubled. And so it caused him to investigate why the gas bill has doubled or something. Also, just want to say that Rocket Money is formerly known as Truebill. So we have, we've talked about Truebill on here and they just changed their name. And it's a personal finance app that helps you find and cancels unwanted subscriptions and monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Yeah, let me read you a text from from dad okay this is from last monday i love the rocket money (laughs) i have a much better handle on my finances that said with a tongue sticking out face there are multiple things that i still pay for for you and lauren including the icloud apple subscriptions triple a your phone plans and I'm going to get a list together and ask you guys to switch some things over. Even if it's $100 a month, that's an evening out with your mom, which you know I live for. Wow. So maybe we don't love rocket money as much since we're going to have to spend more on our um, Apple subscription. Maybe I'll become a Spotify person. Who knows? But anyways, okay. stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash get it. That's rocketmoney.com slash get it. Rocketmoney.com slash get it. Okay. So I was going to talk about... Oh, sorry. Am I just like on crack cocaine you today? Are, keep you going. You are on keep indeed going. crack cocaine today. Okay. Um, Naz has a list. Let's let Naz... Uh, yeah, let's let list. Naz go on yeah. a no. list. Ah, she can go to your next list. I feel like my I've done so many of mine. But I feel like yours are, are g- good and out of the Ikenetti realm. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. No, Have you? Okay. One. Okay. 
these are not really they're just random topics did you know that um jonah hill made a documentary on netflix with his therapist called stutz yes s-t-u-t-z what's the s-t-u-z that's his name s-t-u-t-z his name is phil stutz oh okay and he's his jonah hill's therapist uh-huh and this is must-watch television. I think it it's is... like a, everyone enjoyed it. Not one person disliked this documentary. Ashley, it is How so long is good. It? It's uh, probably an hour and a half. Oh, it's like a documentary, not like a series yeah. documentary. Yeah. It's just he's sitting down with his therapist, and it's a whole therapy session. He brings his mom in, and his therapist has, like, these tools that are, you know, they're all, like, universal law. Everyone is basically saying the same thing in different ways. But it's his relationship with his therapist that is so fascinating and I just love that Jonah Hill did this. It's, it's so such a genius good. idea. He's like, my therapist helped me so much. Why don't I just make a documentary and he can help like a million people, but yes. also like delve into like why this guy is fucking interesting. Yeah. The reason I wanted to bring it up is because it was a little triggering for me because as someone who's an interviewer and like loves interviewing people and that's like what I want to do in life or what I do do is Jonah Hill recently came out and said that he will no longer be doing press junkets for any oh. films that he's in because the way that it's affected his mental health. And like hmm. I guess I mean a lot of a lot of narrative and a lot of media have talked to Jonah over the years and I've seen bad interviews or ways that he's been triggered in interview when either talking about his weight or mm-hmm. whatever stuff. So clearly it's like, he has, I believe he has the right to be like, this is not for me. It's not working for me. It's fine. But as someone who loves like inner work and therapy and like self-discovery and like bringing like consciousness and like better conversations to these things, it really upset me that like some media ruined it for the rest mm-hmm. of people. Cause I'm like, oh, here's Jonah Hill making a documentary with his therapist and it's so profound and like he is someone he's like the one person i would be wanting to interview yeah, for a movie yeah, you know what yeah. i mean like it's like we should be talking about this kind of stuff in relation to the character you're playing and stuff like that so it made me sad and it made me be like if i ever see jonah hill in person i'm gonna be like will you just consider like doing a couple interviews? like i won't trigger you i'll yeah, be like, nice like yeah, i'll have fun like, lighthearted questions people need to hear this stuff anyways that's all i wanted to share and i just wanted to tell everyone that they should absolutely watch it it's 100 percent on the tomato meat yeah. and rotten tomatoes and it's really well done oh my god yeah. i can't wait i'll definitely watch it it's all Lauren and white. gives me the, the netflix right. password again what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I got logged Did I out it again. I got logged <laughs> out, and then you wouldn't like. And then you said tomorrow. Oh, I did. <laughs> so Four funny. weeks it's later, like, <laughs> isn't that the worst? When some my brother asks me this all the time, "What's the password?" And I'm like, "I don't have 18 hours to like recreate a new one." Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, the there's literally it could be any of three, but anyway. So worse. Anyways, real quick transition, and we don't have yeah. to dig deep into this because i don't know if the world everyone has seen it but harry and megan also came out with a documentary on netflix and so many people have so many opinions about it but the one thing that i wanted to say on our podcast is i do believe years ago we spoke about megan markle when all of this was happening i think we had a whole podcast on the royal family and i remember not like having a favorable opinion about her back then i think because of a lot of things that were coming out about her to then discover in this documentary, obviously through her side of and her and Harry's side of things that like, wow, things really get spun. And a lot of people really didn't like her. 
um, over things that like the UK media was like. I remember out. when we talked about that we really liked her. I remember liking her. Yeah. yeah, and that's I remember well, like supporting her and okay. like being like, yeah, get your get your guy, blah blah blah. Okay, and, I wanted yeah. to go on record because okay. I think you guys did, and I don't think okay. I did okay and i feel really bad about it and like wanted to apologize because i think i was like really influenced by what was you know going out like being published about her i think i just i don't remember what i said but i think it was like everything about her dad you know and i was like i I think i just thought it was like sketchy that her dad like you know wouldn't walk her down the aisle and then now she didn't want her dad to walk her down the aisle but she's now abandoned her father for the rest of her life because of one press moment and i just don't know how i feel about that there's a lot of wait but did you watch it no i haven't watched it yet but oh she did she's not abandoned him in any way she doesn't talk to him anymore yeah but it's not an abandonment you have to watch it but she has decided to her, not to have obviously. her father as part of her life anymore because of like one fucking stupid press moment. No, it's like it's more than just one press moment. Like he okay. totally turned on her. You but have to watch it. I will watch it, but I also have to say that they only think of themselves as victims. And I also need to say that it's not fair because it's not like Megan and it's not like Harry and Kate are going to make a documentary on their own William with their side of the story. Uh, William and Kate. Um, it's such yeah. a, t- I wonder why this is such a touchy subject. Like there's so many other controversial celebrities and stuff, but I think the only thing, like I never had a problem with her. I never had a problem with her. Neither did I and, until she yeah. started doing what she's doing. I just have a problem with her particularly saying that she wants to not be chased by paparazzi and then yet puts herself out there all the time and any publicist will tell you if you don't want people chasing you down just shut your mouth so if she really wanted that then go be in a corner and live a normal life and don't try and be an actress and don't try and make podcasts and documentaries and all this stuff like if that's what you truly want and i know it's not what she truly wants and that's the only bugaboo i have that is perfectly said lauren again in ashley fashion i probably shouldn't even elaborate on that because it was so perfectly said but (laughs) when they did do the whole megxit thing or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. i was totally pro that was like sure it's separate yourself move to america that's fine but then they were like but they don't have titles anymore it's like well you guys didn't want to be part of the royal family anymore yeah yeah so like why are you complaining like then yeah in that case just like go live a private life if that's what the, you want you have to the, she made it seem like curtsying was like i like hunter's family is like you know religious and i did not grow up praying or doing any religious things and mm-hmm. i have learned that like before you eat you pray now that is just kind of you're in a new family you do things that are foreign to you you learn how to curtsy you go do the things that's like going i know it's on an extreme level but like you have to like adapt and not be like oh my god this is so archaic i honestly think praying before eating is archaic but i do it you know so <laughs> like funny. you know you gotta <clears throat> adapt so it, it's not like the, like her being like it's so crazy although i've only seen the first like two episodes so i'm yeah you got well when you guys watch the rest of it let's have like an, a more yeah. informed conversation about because then we can dive deep because there's so much i feel like that i could respond to but it doesn't make sense if you guys yeah because we haven't seen it. it you know what i mean yeah i would just like but i don't have i've, re- I've heard all so much about almost every scene it's almost as if i've watched it but i will go ahead and watch yeah it. you still yeah. have to watch it though okay. but it did i am like i really love them now after seeing it and i i'm obsessed with harry i'm like harry is such a dreamboat <laughs> 
he is so polarizing as well like people think he's so hot or like so gross like i think he's handsome he's definitely he's not gross. very handsome and he is like such a i don't know anyways we'll move on i just wanted to go on record and like basically say what i just said yeah um but what else did i want to talk about okay so recently i have been really trying to be more social make new friends and i've been hanging out with a lot of guys that i think are really cool but as friends that i don't have romantic interest in Mm -hmm. and i wanted to know from your guys's perspective have you ever like have you ever felt like someone was kind of into you but then you just try to be friends and sort of the uncomfortableness that comes with that like i'm i'm constantly trying to be like i don't know how to explain this i think i put a wall up if I think someone like had a crush on me and mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I think I have to be cold or weird or mean, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> not mean, I, you know, never mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like I know not fully nasty and loving what you're saying because I don't want them to think anything, but I'm like, mm-hmm. this is, but I already said, I just want to be friends. So can I just step into that loving Naz space now and not withhold? Uh, Does that make sense? Very, I don't know what I, how I'm It's a very fine line. Naz, yeah. you don't have to explain yourself any further. If you've experienced this, you get it. You said it so well. And then you find yourself feeling like a bitch, but you're like, oh man, I love this person. Like, I want to be around this person. I just don't want this person to romantically feel for me. And then you feel like you get defensive and you're you're not even being your kind self because every once in a while you have to throw a little nasty in there just to, like to create the barrier. <laughs> oh, I hate it. It's so yeah. horrible. And these but, guys like, are usually the no sweetest. Touching. No, like normally you would like grab like I would if I'm laughing I'd grab someone's shoulder and you're not yes! allowed to do that. Yeah, so you can't do that. But you're it's consciously so thinking don't do that, you know? It's so funny. I was with one of them recently and they got kind of close to me because I was showing something on my phone and instantly I was like, my body was like, oh, back up, back up. You're like, he's loving this getaway. Yeah. Like you're a little too close. And I'm like, is he even thinking that? Am I being so fucking awkward? Like, can I just be, does it matter? And And you're like, am I being conceited because I think he wants me so bad? In yeah. my case, I love when I feel that way because I so rarely do, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to because I'm starting to get more confident and I'm starting to be like, of course, this guy would be into me. I'm amazing. Good. But Good it's so hard. It is Exa- hard. Exactly. Ashley, you phrased it perfectly. It's like you got to, it's like every now and then you have to throw in a little coldness mm-hmm. and be like, no, sorry, not yeah. available or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just exactly. to like set that boundary. And I'm like, this sucks. It's yeah. so me like, what if the roles were reversed? Yeah. And, like, the, and, and you're right, remember, Ashley. They're always I don't find you best. attractive. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll be like so and so is so what? hot like i want to like oh my gosh i have such a crush on so and so it's like so you yeah. say in front yeah. of him that like you're yeah. interested in somebody else oh, yeah it's like immediate friend zone talk lauren that was so fucking hilarious <laughs> and just remember and ashley you're absolutely right it's always the nicest best guys like the yeah. best oh, guys the ever. best yep. yeah See, it's, oh. just, it's all about Taylor Swift and her Taylor Lautner um, relationship. Yes, Taylor Lautner yes, is the is. ultimate, like, man, I wanted him to be, she's like, man, he was a great friend. It's so sweet. He really had everything. But, like, and I wanted to date him. But then, like, I really just felt friendship with him. And that's how I literally feel like she's felt with Taylor Lautner. And I don't, I don't know why. But, okay. Uh, I have one last debate. I guess it's not an I don't get it. It's just an open debate. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Opening so, the yeah. floor. Opening the floor. <laughs> so yesterday, legit yesterday, around Lauren 1 p.m. She is. She's the funniest person ever. And everybody says it. 
And everyone she doesn't it. think it. Everyone knows it. Lauren's the funniest person ever. Lauren, you're fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we, I was talking to a couple of our friends about kids in first class. I was like, <sighs> great debate. Do we think that kids wow. should be allowed? Oh, not allowed. It's of course they should be legally allowed in first class on airplanes. But should Proper. they be? It, it should it be encouraged? Is it proper? Is it the right ethical decision on behalf of the parents <laughs> to have a not not talking about like the snotty five year old who like has Beats headphones and a big first class seat by themselves? Mm-hmm. Of course you can do that. That is your every right. You pay for the seat. Your five year old can sit there. I'm talking about kids like mine, kids that are toddlers, babies that are very much you're not sure if they're going to be good or they're going to be bad. Like you Should could the ruin parents the, the say, like, I'm going else. to, like, forego the first class so that the people who paid for first class can enjoy their first class? Or oh, is it kind of like I, if I could pay for my first class, uh, my kid's allowed to be with the first class with me. And then it, you can branch it off into some more relatable spaces um, that are more common, I'd say, that, like fancy restaurants. If you go to a fancy restaurant and you're planning on having a formal meal... Should little kids, of course, they should be allowed to be there, but should you, should you bring your kids there? Yeah. This is up to you guys. I'm 50-50 split on it. I truly am. But then what was ironic about it? What was, what was ironic about it? Listen to us. (laughs) Lauren knows this already. I'm checking into my freaking flight mere hours. I'm saying like two hours after this conversation and it's almost like God was like, Ashley, and I'm pretty, this is what I said. I go... If your kid is really usually well-behaved, sure, ethically book the first class, let them sit there. I was like, but if you have a kid like me, you should probably forego it. I literally said (laughs) this, okay? That was my take on it because my kid can be insane. Um, So then I'm checking into my flight online and it goes, would you like to upgrade to first class for 45 extra dollars? That's it? Oh yeah, That's what I did so, on... Rhode Island always yeah, does that. Lauren, I do that Rhode Island Lauren twice. Lauren upgraded really? for $17. $17. I need to fly to Rhode Island. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was $17 for my dad, So basically, it was minus $15. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> minus Isn't that crazy? <laughs> they refunded Wait, me. That's <laughs> fucking incredible. So, of course, this pops up and I go, yes, I would like to upgrade. It's always like it's always it's always funny when you have like such a Put strong your money stance where your about things. But then yeah, then when it's like for you, yeah, you're like, yeah. but not a, not applying to me. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I literally had said earlier, I was like, I shouldn't do it. Okay, so then I get to the area, the airport. We are in the boarding area. He's being a hooligan. Okay, mm. everybody's already looking at me in the boarding area, being like, oh god, this kid's on our flight. Mm-hmm. And then he gets on and he was a perfect angel. It was almost as if he knew he had to behave. It was weird. He knew he knew you got upgraded. I know. He was like, he was ah, like, now we're this being is more comfortable now. This is the life about. that we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I okay. picture Dawson is like Stewie sitting next to Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 1000% Stewie. So besides my experience, which I'm still actually 50-50 on it. Mm-hmm. And I asked my Instagram audience and they seem pretty split on it too. Some people were saying no. Some people saying yes. And I can see both sides. So now I opened up the floor to you guys. What are your thoughts? Fancy restaurants or first class? I don't really have a strong stance on it. Wait, I don't this know. This is our airplane question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know, 
Why? I don't fucking know. I don't know. So the people and coach have to suffer from your kid, but not the kid. The oh, that's, that's a good point. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Lauren. That is a good point, Lauren. That's I actually think, bravo. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, like let as, the people in first. No, it's so funny because when you pay extra for something, you expect extra, right? Whether mm-hmm. that's silence or luxury. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Lauren, luxury, you make a great yeah. point. I think my first instinct was like, Naz, you don't have you don't have a right to have an opinion about this because you don't have children. Because mm-hmm. from a single person's point of view, yeah, that's annoying. I'm in yeah, first class. I'm going to sure. be like, this yeah. is annoying. I paid a shit ton of money to not sleep. But it's also like, that's flying. That's the gig, you mm-hmm. know? Like, mm-hmm. you just never know who you're going to sit next to. It's you never know. Room. It could be a fucking talkative little Nancy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And as, we, as we've said in a previous podcast, the skies aren't that friendly. United. <laughs> You know, <laughs> as we've learned through all of our quarrels with, with air flying. But anyways, yeah, I guess I don't really have an opinion from my, my perspective. It's annoying, but you're right, Lauren. It's like, if I'm, I would be annoyed if I was in coach too, either yeah, way, you'd be annoyed either way. Um, it's funny. I had an, I don't get it. That was airplane. And I was not going to say it because it's so generic and bullshit. But like, I guess I can just say it. Like when someone sits next to you and they asked, Oh, going home, why do you fucking care? Like, why do you, why do you? care if i'm going Nas home cares. Cares about the if, I that. if i'm going home or like going to visit does that impact your life it, it, it informs me about who i'm sitting next to and what a little bit of your life's about okay, this person well, wanted to hit on lauren okay she was pretty ver- so. exactly. she had her of nice long lauren. wavy blonde hair he was like a 30 something year old guy he was no, just trying to I get a never line said in. he was 37 i said he was like 67 oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoops, my bad. If he was 37, I would know why he wanted to know about What do you mean? Home. If he was, to me, if he was 67, it's definitely he was hitting on Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> so good. No, that's so oh, funny. Man. Okay. Life. Well, um, I mean, Lauren, I will, like yesterday, um, I was sitting next to a lady. She was so nice. Um, she, one of her first lines to me was, I have a total of collect- collectively 24 grandchildren and children yes yes all right chris jenner yeah, yeah. and she she was i think she said she was 76 or 78 and mm. i was like holy moly but it's like that kind of like if you're like i will say if you have a kid on your lap and that already opens conversation yes 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 so if you're in the con- if you are chatting i'm not saying we're gonna talk the entire time but if you're chatting then it, you can say that he asked me this while we were getting our bags from the overhead compartment to leave now that was weird even- yeah oh, that's, that's okay. such a horrible okay, time to that's start why comments. maybe i that's thought what it was really weird. if he asked me at the beginning i'm like oh this guy's chatty but that was the end. I was like, sir, now was, I really don't give a fuck. He, he was worried the entire time about saying something to you. He's like, I want to I wanna say something to this pretty lady. I go, I go, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, he was like, this is my moment. That's so funny. Uh, we've never talked about how, what is the time frame of wearing out your welcome in, in air plane mm-hmm. conversation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you're sitting next to someone, I'm sorry, even if you hit it off, 
I still do not want to talk the entirety of the yeah. Right, right, right. Even if we hit it off, there should be moments of silence where I'm allowed to do my own thing. I think you're like allowed to get work minutes. done, watch a movie. You guys, that's the fear. That's why people hate being talked to on planes because they wonder if they're going to have to talk the entire time. If somebody was just like, stuck. oh, you can like talk to a stranger for five to 10 minutes while you're boarding and like, you know, I'd be like, sure. But once the engines start rubbing and you're in the air, I can barely hear you. I don't, I, yesterday I kept leaning over and being like, what, what? I couldn't hear anything she was saying eventually. <laughs> and it was just like, ugh, that's, that's why, that's why you really don't want to talk on planes. Mm-hmm. One time don't know on when 12, it's going to Yeah. I was on a 12 hour flight and no joke. The, this lady next to us spoke the entire time to a stranger or to you. The stranger spoke to me and my friend the entire time. And I was like, that's crazy. That's like, crazy. There weren't like, yeah, like you would think we got, we would get in like an hour, two hour movie. The entire, I knew her whole life story. Did her, you say how I have she to met her sleep? husband? You should have been like, I'm going to go to sleep. My eye got stuck next to her, but my friend was on the left side of me. So she got to go to sleep. I didn't. You were kind. <laughs> but I you were didn't. kind. You, could have, you should have been like, I'm going to rest my so eyes nice. now. And I'm someone who likes to talk. I'm like, yeah. whoa, that yeah. was a lot. Whoa. Anyways. Right. Oh, anyway, right. it was a great ramble, guys. That was right. a great ramble. I just want to say I discovered we're not sponsored by this company, but I'm so obsessed. It's called Hoka. Do you guys know Hoka's? H-O-K-A. No. It is now the number one marathon shoe, and it's the number one shoe recommended by orthopedics. Oh. And I just bought hiking shoes for Africa, and everyone the in gorilla is wearing eye contact. <laughs> for the gorilla eye um they are so stylish you know when like you find a really comfortable shoe and you and even when i say number one recommended by orthopedics you think somewhat of an ugly shoe right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. this shoe is so stylish and the most comfortable shoe i've ever put on that i've never had those two concepts meet in Mm -hmm. a shoe Mm -hmm. that i felt so enthusiastic about sharing it on this podcast because i'm obsessed with hoka h-o-k-a they are the fucking best. And I bought, I've never done this before in a shoe store. You know, you can't decide between one or the other. You're yeah, like, should both. I get this one or this one or which color? I bought both. Wow. I bought Good both. I was like, the, where um, is it the Hoka shoe store or do you buy it? Where do you buy them? They have, they have two stores here in LA. I don't know if you guys have any, I'm sure they, they have to sell it at Nordstrom maybe, but yeah. Ashley, like, I don't know, just being a mom, they're so cool. And I would only want to stand in this shoe. It's like standing on a cloud. They're so oh, cool. Okay, I know okay. they are. Okay, cool. I'll send you guys pictures of the hiking ones I got, but I was like, I can't believe these look so dope, and they're yeah, so stylish. I love that. I love a comfy sneaker. I'll send you the hiking Made ones. Made for bunions. <laughs> you guys, I got an ad for shoes yesterday that were like flats, perfect for bunions. <laughs> oh, wow. They're probably yeah, called Rothy's. They're probably called Rothy's. <laughs> okay. Rothy's is we love everybody. We Thank you so much for joining us. This has been fun. Um, it's Happy our, New Year. And next time, we'll actually be in the new year. Happy New Year to you who are currently in it. Bye. 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 I don't get it. Podcast.